welcome back. Uh, my name is Dave and I'm with Ian as always. Uh, we're going to talk about Saturday and Sunday. We are under time constraints. This yes. episode must be completed in one hour and 30 minutes. Yes. Um, oh, shit. We've got a lot to crack through, everybody, so we're going to give it our <sighs> best shot. Okay. There's actually, this is a great event. This you, is, here's off. Well, dude, we talked for like well over an hour on just a Friday alone. Yes. Like, this has been I a, think, a blind uh, event. I think the battle's an interesting one because that's, I think, the first time that you and I have actually been on opposite side of battle yeah. because you decided that you would monster both days. So I haven't been able to fight because of some uh, getting a pneumonia earlier in the year. So I've been advised to not do any exercise. I've been doing walks and things like that just to try and keep active. But generally, I haven't done any actual running, exercise, mm. any of that stuff. Um, and this weekend, I was like, hey, monstering. I can kind of choose my own level of involvement, right? I can go out there, have some fun, and if it's too much, just die or put my hand mm. up and get out of there without anyone feeling like I'm cheating in any way. So I was just like, this seemed like a good opportunity. So in the morning, I got my little orc mask, got my weapons together, um, and I headed off. Mm. And I was like, oh, I don't have a shield, so where should I go type thing? And mm. then... Um, I'd forgotten mine, actually, in the end. Yeah, so what I did was I headed up and um, went to Dawn, because I knew that they were fighting, because the mm. battles were going to be, weirdly, Navarre, the Marches, and Wintermark. Yeah. And Wintermark and Navarre never fight on the same side because we're both ginormous, gigantic yeah. nations. So trying to get the weighting right is yeah, very, very difficult. hard. Um, so we... I headed off to Dawn, and I know a couple of guys in Dawn who are, who are nice fellas, and I basically walked up there and was like, hey, sorry to bother you guys, like, um, is there any chance I could borrow a shield or anything off someone, and I'll bring it back straight after the battle, and they were like, oh yeah, you can borrow mine type thing. And yeah. I've, it was Yotun, yeah. uh, they dressed in red, and I yeah. bought some sashes, so yeah. I had my sash on, um, and my orc mask, and then very nice guy called Jeremy. I won't mind saying his name. I don't really know the guy very well, no. but he was just sound as fuck. Lent me his no. shields to a complete stranger, Amazing. which is very, very nice of him. Um, but then it was like, I was chatting to the guys I knew and I was like, oh, are you guys the EMU, which is the elite monster unit? Yeah, yeah. And they were like, yeah, that's us. And I was just like, hey, do you mind if I just roll with you guys? And they're like, you're more than welcome type thing. Yeah, yeah. And I was just... It was so cool being put into a group, chatting to people, because, you know, you walk down to the gate, you get your gear on, yeah. and then you head off to the field, and you're hanging out with each other for a long time. So I had some really good chats with some really nice guys in that in that That's group. Awesome. Dawn are cool. Dawn are really cool. Full of nice people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Really enjoyed my experience. Tell me about... Oh, I'll tell you about my setup for the battle. Yeah, well, that starts... That's before, and anyway. So, EMU, Orc Masks... Um, we get led round. You know the the middle gate where mm. that goes from the big field to the woods. Yeah. Okay. We were told that basically we're going to try and protect some ritualists mm-hmm. who have to cast a ritual before the empire can get stuck into us. Yeah. But what we're going to do is we formed this. So every single EMU formed this enormous column that went right. out for, into the woods from that gate. We walked down that queue. And dude, it was fucking epic. Yeah. Like orc band after orc band after orc band. In like it, it, it took five minutes to walk down the fucking thing. Yeah, like yeah. it was enormous, dude. So uh, the group all got ready. I understood like where the flag was and who was in my group, what our general plan was. Um, but basically, the leader of that group had a, a dodgy mm. knee. Uh, I think yeah. he had a knee. So he was like, I'm going to walk up to the front so when they all charge out, I can wait until the group and then join them. I was like, hey, dude, yeah, yeah, I have yeah, my yeah, own yeah. problems. Can I join you? So I got to go and go right to the front and watch as timing happened and the, the order to advance was called yeah. of this entire orc column 
like jogging and marching their way through the gate trying to get to the field as fast as possible. Dude, it was so fucking epic. Yeah. Amazing. Tell me about the Imperial side of things. So the Imperial side of things is, uh, again, we know the same objective as you, that there's going to be this ritual cast and we yeah. have to uh, we have to stop it. Uh, also, we have to protect uh, these um, Thul ritualists because we're actually... This whole battle is to help the Thul, yeah. essentially. Uh, Strange bedfellows. So they're, they're, they're nicely colour-coded for us. Uh, the Thul are in blue. Yeah. Jotun are in red. Yeah. So that's how we know. Yeah. Um, and being the Varchers, we'd kind of been told that obviously the ritual would be our kind of core objective, try and disrupt that, break that. Um, the thing is, I think there's a lot of getting through the gate, which is just the Sentinel Gate, and getting all the armies through takes time. Yeah. And the order in which people go through the gate is often quite confusing. And there's a lot of like... Uh, and once you're on the field, you'll suddenly have to like disperse into your various groups yep. and organise. From like that moment when you get through the gate and get yep. through the sentinel stones on the other side is actually very. You have to deploy immediately, right? From a, it's like essentially deploying from what we'd call it, like a five meter wide entrance way, yep. maybe. Yeah, and you've got hundreds of people streaming through it. The orcs had three points of advance I was one of them yeah and everyone was ready to go in a column and ready to know what they were doing and just charge straight through we were also significantly closer to the fort than the imperial forces were we were always going to win that race in, 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 you know so uh, yeah it was like to, to be honest with you the battle itself from my perspective went very very well yeah um, I would say and I'm not taking this too much as a bad thing this was personally my weakest command that I've had because I think I got caught up a little bit too much on actually destroying the enemy rather than destroying or, or hunting the target and destroying the target like we were supposed to. Totally. You are not the first Imperial citizen to do that, that's for sure. Um, which is... Uh, all my people came home. It was fine. Like, we actually did really well throughout the whole battle. And, it was great. And also, but, fuck the fool, right? Yeah. Like, like, I actually didn't... The, the other thing is, I think... I didn't really care too much about the objective, even though it was like an important objective and all of those things. I think that there was generally a vibe of like, I'm not losing too many of my people for this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so it was a it was a hard one. Also, I, to be honest with you, I got the vibe that because of how slow we were through, Navarre were kind of further at the back. By the time we got through, I have a feeling the ritual was probably almost completed. The ritual was done. Well, the, okay. I went through, me and my um, Dornish EMU unit set it up. We were on the, so we were on the field side, but yeah. right next to the trees. Yeah. Okay. On that side. So your center probably could be yeah. if you were yeah. talking about. So uh, I saw some movement go through. It looked at one stage like we were, the people in the woods were about to go around and flank round and yeah. do a whole bunch of damage. They were intercepted by somebody yeah. and there was a huge fight in there. Yeah. As that developed... That, that, that kept on developing. My forces in the center did the whole move forward, move back, you know, a little bit of movement here and yeah. there kind of like holds up the Imperial line and that was the entire yeah. point, right? Just to kind of make people think twice about it. Once the Imperial forces engaged, I was versus uh, Wintermark in the center. Yeah. Um, few heavy hits with some pole arms. Lads, we're all having a good time, okay? But levering's a thing. You can hit people really hard with, with even this weapon. Just try and go easy, boys. Do you know what I mean? Like, we're people too. Anyway, the 
we get into it with um have a bit of a fight i kind of get caught up in the trees a little bit um i had um i'm unstoppable or whatever um i didn't use it because i kind of got uh i was i got mashed into the woods they let me leave there which was nice of them Mm. then i got into another fight again got mashed into the trees a little bit I got I got hit enough times, went yeah. down and decided yeah. that it wasn't really safe for me to pop out the jack in the box again and yeah. try and fight. Um so at that stage, the big line fight happening, I start making my way back to the respawn. Um I go back there, there's a few there's a, a this is very early. I'm talking yeah. within the first six or seven minutes I go down in the fight. I walk back, there's a small trickle, yeah, and then it turns into a deluge of yeah. like whole units are getting wiped. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So on the we're on the right hand side. I'm with uh, Brenos Larkin briefly yeah. as well, and uh, we're, we were on the far right hand side. My Brenos my was, idea. Brenos was field commander, right? Yeah, he was. He was field commander. Uh, I was just trying to push one flank as hard as possible and just like overloading basically Navarches on the right hand flank because I saw it was a bit lighter mm. uh, and that's just naturally how we'd run through the gate anyway so it's like the, I think the the Orcs were stronger on the left and in the centre yeah. and a lot weaker on the right so we just pushed really hard there and we were rolling really quickly I really wanted to turn that wing and then basically flush down and clear it all out Yeah, um, which was working quite effectively the problem we had was uh, I, I there were three separate sort of uh, safety issues where things had to be stopped. Like a man and, down and shoot. I, I'm not sure what happened because I never saw the actual instance, but whatever it is, I don't mind what it is. Obviously, safety first. But it was always at the point where we were really pushing forward. Uh, and actually, once it happened in our favour when they were pushing back against us. Hmm. Um, but essentially, four separate stoppages... Uh, actually breaks the battle up, the rhythm of the Battle of Fairway, which wasn't well, particularly negative. if you're under a time limit, right? That was the problem, right? The, the, I think the ritual took 10 minutes to cast. Yeah. Um, which I, I don't mind it's any fine. of this, by it's the way. It's part of the game. Yeah, it's yeah, part yeah, of the yeah, game. Yeah. It was like, we were trying to push really fast, we were pushing really fast, and I can see how that causes safety issues, because yeah. we were really breaking lines very quickly on that right-hand side, and that was having a natural effect into the centre, and then uh, I, basically by the time... We did a full wrap round on the right. Uh, I didn't even get to get to, to go to the left because everything had been absolutely sort of surrounded it, and wiped. The at that whole point. line was rolled right, yeah. like really fast. As a battle strategy, it absolutely worked. I yeah. I struggled to see with just the deployment speed onto the field mm-hmm. how I could have moved quicker to get to the ritual to stop it yeah. without. I obviously I, know, I could I could have being, made mistakes being on the other side. Yeah, I agree. Um, um, I, I don't know. I, it was very very fast. Like, and bear in mind, I think I was one of the the first casualties in the battle. Yeah, and by the time I walked back, there was already starting to be a giant rout. Like you could see the movement. And I was asking yeah. orcs as they're coming in, how are Navarre getting on? How are they? You know, what was going on? Like, oh yeah, they're flanking. They're absolutely wrecking that side. And I was just like, that's it. Go on. And it was like. Um, but when when the when the collapse happened, mm. it was total and complete. The orc forces were entirely devastated. Like we were waiting to go back in groups of, I think it was twenty or thirty. And by the time that we were getting twenty or thirty, it was a mass exodus yeah. from the field. Um, uh, and by the way, um, I honestly that the the. the, the as with all these battles, at the it's no shame on the other side. I honestly felt like you guys were amazing. Like so, actually, like there was one stage where they counter pushed, and it was and 
we got very lucky, right? Um, I, I I was watching my clock from eleven when the battle started to you at the gate mm. uh, jeering and celebrating was twenty six minutes. Yeah, that's how long it took. Um, it was a very rapid advance. Um, I mean, yeah, and, and I and, and I think that's why the safety issues happen because when you're moving at that kind of speed and people essentially at that stage I imagine I'm again I I don't know but I'm assuming this is what happened people sort of tripping over each other yeah, and you've got to be careful with other. crushes there's there's weird crush dynamics with large crowds as well that, that uh, bear in mind like referees yeah. are on it yes. and really good they were fantastic yes, the referees agreed. were incredible yeah uh, and, felt- and bear in mind I've got a lot of archers on that side as well so it's a lot to look out for a lot of like we're we're, we're, we're very heavily overloaded that side with archery units and fast Heavy hitters. I mean, Brenos is there, right? Mm. He's going in and like strike downing and and cleave and all the all the business is coming in, right? Yeah, yeah. And we're and he's literally leading from the oh, front. Oh, I heard about the mass weaknesses going off that I know I'd been. Prepped. There's a whole bunch I didn't of stuff I didn't even see. That was, that was yeah, yeah. It was it was we hit really hard on the right. So uh, I think the the forces who were on the right, it was nothing that you did wrong. It was just a question of like. The, you were you were lighter in numbers, and we had overloaded that side and just wrapped it essentially. Yeah, it was a a perfect perfect weapon in that stage, right? Like a uh, really good fight. It was great. I, I, I had hey, a great time. I had a really good time as well. I think a lot of people did as well. It, so it was it was almost a shame it was so quick. Uh, and, and that sounds like that sounds terrible to say, but I mean, like I think everybody would maybe have enjoyed more. I don't know, uh, but it was it was great. It was great. It's just. Um, the ritual side of things was kind of very strange because obviously at one point I got told where they might be uh, and we moved as quick as we could to get there. Yeah. But which is fine. That's just the way these things go. I think but did, well, it's important did, to know... Dude, we're not meant to win every exactly, fucking battle we exactly. go on, right? And like, I think also that the difficulty level of battles are not all equal. No. Right, and that's the other thing to be aware. Like, I think Sunday's battle yes. was outrageously good. And yes. we'll get to that. Yeah. Let's keep going. Yeah, let's let's keep going. Keep going. Anyway, the battle ended. It was amazing. Yeah. All my people came back. I oh, was in a great mood. I brought my shield back. Uh, that's really nice. Uh, uh, anyway, thank you to the EMU and Dawn. I really appreciate it. For a, a lonely little boy out by himself, uh, you made me feel right at home. And I really appreciate it. So thank you. Massive um, thanks to all uh, my Navarchers and just everyone supporting us as well. We It was incredible. They absolutely smashed yeah. it. So I got back and basically my Yarm representative was coming out at, um, going to meet me at um, uh, half 12. Now, annoyingly, okay, so... This isn't annoying me. That's yeah. the wrong word. Yeah. Um, I was leaving, walking back to dawn, and I saw um, some people who I know, who I will remain nameless because I yeah. might jeopardize things, talking to this Yarm representative. And they right. beckoned me over. And they were like, I was like, sorry, guys, I'm kind of not really here, you know, because mm, I'm yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah, all yeah. mask in hand. I'm wearing a, a, a like, I've, yeah, I'm, I'm I, yeah, out of character. And they were like, oh, cool. But I stupidly said, oh, um, and we, I just quickly introduced myself, and they were like, "Oh, I'll see you at the Imperial offices later because I'm an idiot and full of adrenaline." Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was actually meant to be meeting at the hub, so I went with. Um, and I will mention who I met the the yarn person with because I think it, I think I think this is okay. Mm. Um, Imperial Mint and Goldie and me, yeah. Plus, um, Agni, uh, Bung, and Orion came yeah. along with, but I was Amazing. like, they wanted to make it low key, so I had Orion and Bung. 
being like I was like I want you to be pickets okay mm. I want you to shadow us and just be around and if anything happens that's when you move on people yeah. okay so this whole time was like this you know cue like um, like spy thriller music yeah, yeah, you know yeah, yeah, everyone's yeah, looking yeah. around and not where it was and then so now I figured out like oh shit they might be there so we were only we got there like uh, like 20 past quarter past and then we were waiting around and then basically we were like oh shit so then I think we met them just after half past and it was just like, oh, my sock, my bad. Like, yeah. it's dumb. It was literally around the corner. So we just said hello. Um, we met up, um, shook hands, went back to Goldie's camp that had a, um, uh, it was imbued with like a relaxation oh, thing. Cool. Nice. So it was like a nice place for diplomacy. That's great. Sat down. Um, uh, we had Bungle and Orion just moving around, just subtly looking around. We had one guy come up, um, all dressed in white, and he was like, "Hi, oh, is this the the are you the Jarmish person or whatever? Mm. Like, could I maybe come into this?" And we're like, "I'm afraid, sorry, citizen." Was he um, Boss Coast? I don't. That know. might be Broken Will if they were all in white. That'd no, I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. But it was one of those things where I felt kind of bad because I like my ethos is to try and let as many people into the game as possible. Sure. Unfortunately, secret, super covert meetings with foreign yeah. nations, just because it's in the wind of fortune, doesn't mean that's necessarily something that I can invite people into, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially when it's like, you know, you might have conversations that are not for public consumption, right? It's very difficult. Sometimes, as weird as this sounds, the guarding of information in those types of situations is actually Dude, game. It, like, the understanding sucks. that there are yeah. secret meetings I, is game. I kind of, like, wish I could, like, just go to that player and be like, I'm so sorry. Like, yeah. this is it's just how things had to be at that moment, you know? But, hey, it's, it's the way things are sometimes. Yeah. Anyway... Some gifts were exchanged. Um, we sat down. Um, Mr. Ambassador. Yeah, I got the Friera Rocher out, which I've been waiting to do for ever since I got elected. <laughs> Gave him a pack of Friera Rocher. Very good. And another gift. Um, and uh, basically, we sat down, had a bit of a chat. And it was like one of those things that was a very economic chat. So the Mint and Goldie were talking about a lot of things. And I was awesome. kind of there for um, talking about, you know, my wish to try and smooth things over with Yarm yeah, and yeah, trying to yeah. do stuff. There was lots of conversation I can't go into right now because it was still extremely active live game. game right? Very live game. Um, but, dude, so happy. Yeah. So happy to sit down with an NPC and actually be yeah. able to have a... Because all my communication with Yama has just been one way, yeah. which has just been me trying to figure out how to communicate with yes. them and then being battered in the winds of war yeah. or winds of fortune. Okay? Well, not necessarily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, it's a bit more complicated than that. But... It was so nice. Also, there were a couple of little things that he said. Right. That were like so interesting. And I don't know whether it's like an NPC saying this or not. I didn't mention it in my letter at the end of the weekend because I'm not banging that point. But there seemed to be a changing in... Because bear in mind, I emailed PD a year ago about slavery in Yarm. And basically I was told, this is a non-starter, forget about it. But there was some stuff in that conversation that were like looking at different ways of approaching things and different solutions to problems. And I was like, oh my God, if this could be a thing, yeah. amazing, right? Yeah. Like, really interesting. Anyway, I, I can't go into that too much, but all I can say is, well played by the uh, the NPC. NPC. Uh, it must be a lot of pressure to go out as an NPC. And, like, you've got to, you must just get, like, fired a brief at you I and have, you have to go out and do it. It's my whole job thinking about Yarm. Yeah. So, the questions I can ask, I didn't hit too many of those, I don't want to, I don't want to yeah. be that guy. Yeah. But um, also, like, I'm talking it's like also he says something I take it too much on board and then yeah. there's loads of stuff to of do course, with this right, right? so it's, it's complicated but um, all in all really cool conversation 
cool talking like the economics of everything with the mint and goldie whereas yeah. i'm more of a kind of thing also having like goldie and the mint kind of backing me up and being like yeah. gellert's working his balls off here yeah. like i know that that you might have a good reputation with the princes but legit like gellert is actually yeah. trying his hardest and has the best interest of the empire and yarm at the same time and it's to a certain yeah. extent but i'm uh yeah whatever yeah. um it's really, cool. Really cool it's really cool game dude i'm so pleased you've met like it's been an, a, an objective of yours for a while, and it sounds like the best way it could it's have been. It's why I took the job in yeah. the first place. It's why, well, not why I took the Yarm job specifically, but why I was interested in the foreign service was to be able to sit down and talk to NPCs and have that aspect in the game, right? Yeah. And I finally got to achieve my ambition in doing that. So, really fucking stoked. Um, for me, yeah. afterwards, I. So, lots of things actually happen right after the battle. Mm. Uh, and. It's difficult if you've been on a battle and you've got a sort of de-suit, you've got to get some kind of liquid and refreshment in, you've got to look after yourself, right? And then you've got, you're trying to head out and do all these other things. A lot of my game is those other things. Mm -hmm. uh, like, um, there's there was a skirmish captain's meeting that I had to go to that was right after the battle, basically. Uh, obviously, the battle kind of finished earlier, which made things easier, but it also meant that I was kind of waiting around for the skirmish captain's meeting to start because we'd arranged it to be later because the battle we assumed would be longer. So I was waiting around for that. And then I knew that the looking glass was going to take place and I wanted to try and get to that. Yeah. Uh, but that all means changing and doing all the things. Like the logistics of it fancy, is a lot. Right? Right? Yeah, yeah. And I'm like fresh from the battlefield, all that kind of uh, stuff. Looking glass is a, uh, a magazine. Yeah, like paper, a fashion magazine, essentially. A fashion one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and basically everyone queues up to go and buy a copy of it and just introduce yourself and just hang around with other fashionable people uh, or, or, or fashionista people I suppose would be the way of phrasing it it's, it's a lot of fun but not my scene but yeah so uh, we have the skirmish meeting that was really really good just it was it was the first one we've kind of done uh, everyone was knackered but it was just a good point to touch base and sort of introduce people again uh, and I I think this is just getting people, I've said it before and I'll keep banging the drum, just get people to meet people. Not only does it spread game, but it, it genuinely improves. Like, like having more people aware of more things and involved in more things means that, that the nation as a whole is more prepared for all the things. Yeah, yeah. And having those lines of communications, having uh, other people, which is the objective really to... to go on skirmishes and lead skirmishes and hey, be seconds and so on. The amount skirmishes. of time that you have, like... Oh, we've got this problem. Oh, I know a guy in that nation that does that, yeah. right? Like, these sort of contacts are Those so Those simple things really help massively. Uh, this was the first one, so a lot of it was just setting up the, the ground basics for that. One of the big uh, things that happened was um, we had a big skirmish at 5.30 that uh, Silver was going to go on and basically lead the, the Navarcha sort of skirmish line going into that, and it was basically rustling up people mm -hmm. and took all of that on fantastically. We'll get to maybe that skirmish later and the after effects of it. But after that, I went off to the Looking Glass to go and do all my fancy stuff. That was a lot of fun. Queuing up to go into the Looking Glass and just talking to people in the queue. Uh, you know, fan out, coconut cut out, cup out, just bubbles. Gold leaf on everything. Just... Um, getting up to the, the queue and buying the copy and like... All three of the ladies who run the Looking Glass are absolutely incredible. And, like, the excitement they had talking to me and stuff was so fun. Like, they... Because it's, it's... 
it's kind of it's a lot sometimes to do to do that kind of stuff and like they're they're and they're excited to see everyone but they're excited to see you and, and the stuff it like you know you kind of raise to each other's levels and a lot of this mm-hmm. kind of stuff you know so I'm like strutting around doing a spin like they want to like look at the inside of the cloak that's got all this wonderful design that um, Andy from Armchair Armories had done for me so it was really nice to be able to show off all of that as well and I've got like the full regalia kind of on and stuff and I, and I was like oh, I was really enjoying it that was loads of fun I was like oh okay I'll go and do uh, a bubble performance for you guys if you'd like as well so I went off and got some bubbles set up a whole thing did that it was really nice to sort of give bubbles out for prosperity prices and you know just make bubbles and and stuff and do like a big whole kind of live performance thing the kids loved it it was cool um, I always hear about this that like you the kids absolutely love the bubbles right yeah. like you hand out little bubble blowers as well to the it was lovely also like people you know come along like the Crimson Reapers came along they had a go and stuff it was nice sorry it's just really nice just to have people and actually um, I'm not a very good salesperson mm. uh, like it's something I kind of struggle with a little bit like I'm always you, you're very good at this but like I, I, so I'm just like prosperity prices whatever you fancy and actually like this time people were really generous and I got like some pretty good coin for me which is not a lot of coin by the way but some pretty good coin for me and that was really fun uh, so yeah that was all really nice and then did that headed back after that it was just essentially more going around trying to muster up military units and mm. just having a really good time we went over to um we were heading I had a meeting at free but we headed over I bumped into you at that stage I think and we headed over to Goldie's mm-hmm. um, camp and we had a bit of a lovely. sit down and it was nice to not have a reason to be there mm. and just chill with some league folk and have a good time and this person arrived with this little puppet yeah and his name was Derek and he had some sort of magical imbued on him yeah but like the person was clearly very talented puppeteer yeah and could uh like was doing these Move actions him. yeah we're having cool. we stopped talking to the person the puppeteer and we just started chatting to derek this tiny little white puppet and derek is up to some naughty shit right like, yeah he's a very sus little puppet right yeah. like there was a there was a dead body found and like like a badge that says like Derek is the best or something was found next to it and then the, the, the person was strangled with tiny little hands tiny little hands That's amazing there was another story about how uh, I think Bungle said that they bumped into Derek the next day and Derek had like a, a, a chain on like a big gold chain on and they were like where did he get the chain from I don't know I just left him out last night and in the morning you'd he'd come back with this chain I don't know where he got it right like it's so cool and there's this puppeteers really cool like. what I love is all of it's all of that kind of wacky play it might be I, I you know I mean that's the kind of what I enjoy and I guess what I kind of, I'm kind of doing in my game as well it's not it doesn't all have to I know it's not all strictly necessarily on brief or whatever it doesn't really matter it's just fun right there's a lot of fun performance art stuff that's so really cool I ping pong around on stuff I can usually it's a bit like you know I can spot it when I see it Right, some stuff is OTT and not on brief yeah. and too silly. Other stuff is really nice and complementing into a, uh, a fully fleshed out, interesting world. Also, of it's, it's, it's all subjective and individual taste. So, and something, and I'm very aware of that. Yeah, right? some like, things yeah. are for you, and some things aren't. Some things that you're 
happy with and you enjoy being in the world other people wouldn't be yes. and it's, it's fine everyone's very respectful yeah really interesting um, then I went to uh, three o'clock I went to a meeting of the with the spy master oh, yeah. and his crew in, in the marches uh, the spy master was late but our uh, our, our friend in our banner Caddock yeah. uh, uh, yeah. who's a good friend of mine yeah. um, was there and it was really fun being yeah. a diplomat going to a spy meeting yeah. and like having a bit of a chat like um, I had Orion and Bung sitting on the table behind me just yeah. kind of like I always have shadows now which is really yeah. really nice but it was like we're chatting find out a few things that's happening with Yarm a few other things that's happening in other nations generally what they're doing I gave all the spies like a Yarm briefing I was mm. literally like here is what's happening here's who our Jarm are yeah. here's what I've been up to this is where we're at diplomatically yeah. at the moment and this is where I see things going in the future. Yeah. And it's really nice, like, being that kind of, like, diplomat briefing the spy networks for yeah. them to kind of do it. Um, now, to be to have a spy network, um, you have to set one up. I think it costs money to do that. Yeah. Then you have to have um, military units look after those spy networks. Yeah. And you get nothing, nothing for doing it. For yeah. doing it. Um, so... Um, I know the uh, spy master handed out a bit of coin to my boys just to thank yeah. them for, for the time which was nice um, but it was one of those things that was like it was really fun chatting to them I have a pretty good working relationship with the spy master like he's a, he's a good lad I like yeah. how hard he plays the game yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like uh, if, you, if you're the spy master you're going to be a bit Mate, he's really fun. A bit shady, right? He's really fun. Yeah. Like he's a man who will call bullshit right to your face, yeah. and uh, just he's a he's a battling guy. But he likes me because like I think about things on a, yeah. a, a significantly more nuanced level than black and white, which I think a lot of people can do. I'm not saying that's the wrong way to play yeah, the game, yeah. but it's it's a bit um, the repercussions for viewing the world as right and wrong, and there's only you know, yeah. but what the fuck are we playing the game for, right? Like, yeah. there's there's got to be some more nuance to our actions, otherwise we might as well just get rid of half the hats and then just go to war with the entire rest of the na- uh, yeah. other nations, right? It's just, it's really boring and kind of like one-dimensional. The really good stuff is like when everything can kind of be explored and manipulated and understood and there's different things, games we can play within that that mm. are really good and that's, that's what I enjoy about the Diplomatic game. Um, oh, man. We have a... We have a, a fella in our group. Oh, yeah. He, this is the guy who, um, we'll just call him Pretty Boy. Mm. Um, but he uh, he fell in love with a Dornish lady. Yeah. Uh, there was a big hubbub where he got called out to the Glory Square. That was amazing, yeah. We all went along. Um, loads of fun stuff to do with this. Uh, really nice and romantic and, and really good. Um she died, this this lady in Dawn died in yeah. the battle yeah. and it was heartbreaking yeah. but Pretty Boy has decided that he's going to try and join Dawn mm. and to join Dawn he basically has to jump through hoops and have a uh, like is it a test of metal or a test of ardour I think it's metal isn't it I think it's a test of metal yeah um, so he was told you have to bring five generals and then he will fight alongside four earls against those five generals yes which is such that's a, a lot cool. logistically doing that by the way is actually quite an ask to get right i mean generals are busy people uh so were these leaders of the, yeah. the houses, houses right yeah yeah they're all but, busy but he did it yeah he fucking did it what was great was um there was some confusion i think and one of the generals hadn't turned up Mm. Uh, and uh, I just I saw 
Nicasia, who I know is obviously an Arizona general, I was like, uh, and he, at this stage, he's like running off into the Navarre woods to try and find anyone he can, who any of the other generals who is kind of there to kind of come in, like to stand in. Uh, and Bryce and Nicasia, I'm like, and she's she's on a completely different business. I'm like, how do you feel about stepping in and doing this if we need you? She was totally up for it. Yeah. Uh, and I and I was like, and then I had to run up to you because she was like, she didn't, she didn't have a, a weapon. She uses like a rod. And I knew yeah. you, you had a rod. I was like, if needs be, can we uh, give your rod, which is a beautiful weapon, by the way. It is. My to, rod is beautiful, yeah. To Nicasia so she can fight. In the end, that wasn't required because everything worked out. But it was just so cool to just see this kind of, Dude, all of these plans, it was last minute great. rustling of everything Dude, together. and getting it all together. Yeah. And basically, I was sat in Wise Guys uh, with May and her sister and her boyfriend, and then you to Anvil. Um, not May, like, but yeah. uh, the sister and the, the boyfriend were. And it's like, I was chatting to them, and it's just like, I was like, going, yeah, it's a, it's a lot to take in and stuff, but it's pretty fucking cool, right? Like, um, and we were talking about how fun it was, and I was just like, like look at this. And I was explaining, like, yeah. This is why this is happening, yeah. right? Like, this is because this guy was in love with someone and now yeah. he's, like, going to go and join Dawn. He has to, to do this thing to overcome that. And, like, the whole vibe was really good. Yeah. I was just in the bar yelling, violence! Yeah. And, like, clapping and just being, like, an obnoxious Navari in the corner. And, like, the whole vibe was really fun, wasn't it? And then each of the uh, the, the the lords got read out. of who, they, they all they said who they were. And yeah. There was a clap. And then the generals read out who said who they were. And there yeah. was a lot of clapping. And then there was a bit of speaking from one of the earls who had set this whole thing up. Yeah. And then they fought. Yeah. And it was a really it was a really good fight, fight right? Um, one of the generals, unfortunately, had a, a man down in the yeah. middle of it. I think he had uh, busted his knee. He was yeah. wearing a lot of heavy armor. I feel really bad. I really hope that guy's yeah. okay. He's a great character really in the field, great character by the way. The field, yeah, yeah. Um, but, like, uh, yeah, it really sucks to see a man down. I really hope yeah. that it's not too serious. If you're in pain right now, buddy, sorry. Yeah. I really hope the recovery's fast for you. He's one of really the cool. uh, the marchers, wasn't he? Yeah, the actually, marchers, I, I should, going back to the battle earlier, the, the marchers were incredible oh, in the battle. Marchers like, I, awesome. I like. They're always incredible, in by fact, the way. If we were going to have a uh, nation of the, the, the summit, I would say marches. They're so good. Because we had loads awesome of stuff, stuff in the bars. We yeah, had loads of yeah. cool contacts with people. Oh, my God, all the spicy stuff in the Senate that happened on Saturday night. There's um, a lot. There's so much stuff. Yeah, marches is cool. Um, but the Test but, of Metal, he didn't, they, he didn't have the win. It was just setting the thing up yeah. and to show that he could fight. And they did it. And it was really wholesome. And he did and win. Really great. He did. Yeah, yeah. 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 It was um, great. Uh, I... Oh, by the way, I've been... Agni was great. She forced me to eat a bunch of times and I yeah. didn't eat before the ambassador meeting and I remember turning around. Like, you know how, like, ambassadors will turn around to their proxies or whatever and give them, like, and whisper stuff yeah, to them yeah. and it'll be, like, very intense. I basically just turned around to Agni and was like, I really should have eaten before we got here <laughs> and I'm, I'm so hungry. And it's just like, um, like that That was my deep Aww. diplomatic stuff. But she really looked after yeah. me. Um, um, and so did Bung, actually. Bung was... Uh, I forgot my card. Anyway, I'm, I'm dragging... We don't no, have no. no, no. 35 minutes we're in. Okay, let's keep going. So, um, one of the other things I want to really quickly on after the test yeah, of metal, yeah. I know this is an addition to add last minute, the orcs came around and did a thing in the glory square oh, afterwards. Yeah. And they were basically like, they're celebrating 60 years of the orcs being free. Yeah. And uh, being freed by Dornish nobles. And like, basically, it was an opportunity for everybody to come in and talk. 
it was really cool to hit on it briefly. I really loved hearing all the, the stories and the stuff the that orcs, people had to say. The orcs carried like so much weight on all of that stuff. And it was really, really impressive mm. to see the game and how respectful everything was. You sent an orc over to me. Yeah. Uh, I didn't fully understand why you'd sent them over to me. Just because they were talking about uh, sort of slavery. And I was thought that like you'd be a good person to talk about like the, the current state of play with slavery <laughs> in the modern world. Right? Um, luckily, like um, I, I, I'm like... I've had a really good relationship with a bunch of orcs, right? Like Skywars Foul yeah. was uh, the reason why I got into politics. So a lot of the time when I'm talking about my relationship with getting into a diplomacy, I said getting into diplomacy was he encouraged me to do it, right? Uh, they encouraged me to do it. And um, it was cool, right? Like, so therefore when this all came up to me, I was talking to me about it. At least I can kind of be like, hey, like... Yeah. Uh, why you got into it. Uh, and kind of I, I, you know, I, I speak to... I was speaking of uh, Urdu very highly and the um, ambassador to Asaveya and it was cool and we just had a bit of a kind of yeah. touching base with them. And it's quite nice to know that you're just not just demonised from the position that you yeah. have. You're Like, people are like, my character is doing his best in a, yeah. in a, a bad in a situation. In a difficult world, right? But nice to know they had the support. Really nice talking to them. Um, so you went off and had a nap? I had a little nappy nap. Oh, well, good for um, you. I partied pretty hard on the Friday and we weren't getting much sleep. So yeah. um, I went back and had that. But unfortunately, I missed the rabbit racing, which was held in the, mar- the market. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, it sounded awesome. I didn't see this. Yeah. So basically, I think they lay it out like there are actual rabbits. And it's basically, you know that game where you have a deck of cards and when you turn the cards over, the different oh, suits move the different that's things. That's amazing. Different, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's all completely fair. But the way they make money off it is by you can uh, name or sponsor a hair. So they were like, uh, so for example, it could be like, I would like to sponsor uh, the number three rabbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talus is a fancy pants, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So every time that they go, and Talus is a fancy pants is leading up here type thing (laughs) and bloody blah. So there was a lot of shade being thrown out. So people were dropping huge amounts of cash just to dick over other people that were watching and be like, I'll give you an extra crown if you like say it more than the others. Do you know what I mean? That's cool. uh, I'm so glad I missed it. I really want to go next. There's so much amazing stuff they've done with that space. Because they've they've made a nice kind of corridor space. I mean, you have got to think we had the fashion show there last time. Obviously, stuff like this this time. It's it's a it's the a really wonderful stage. environment. Yeah, the, the Sparrow stage. Um, um, really, yeah, really cool. Really cool. Um, so uh, I woke up. Um, food was supposed to be at seven at the camp. Uh, that got delayed uh, for whatever reason. Um, fortunately, uh, Tom and Caitlin and their striding had some chili yeah. and were yeah. like, "Have some chili," and I sat down with them. Um, had a oh, the chili was good but um, really nice uh, getting some food in me also had some good chats around that table mm-hmm. um, there's one guy there talking about how he had come in with like maybe the wrong impression of Empire had bought some fairly unpractical items and some clothing that wasn't quite right, right. And it was just like you know talking about like hey by the way like we were rubbish at this but yes. like highly recommend reading the wiki and yeah. learning from this you know like um, basically it's very hard for a person who I'm going to go to Empire on Thursday and then going on the Friday, yes, right? Yeah. Like, very difficult. Yeah, but, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. One thing I had was uh, the skirmish that I'd spoken about earlier that uh, Silver was rusting yeah, people yeah. up for. Uh, as with a bunch of skirmishes throughout the whole thing, went very badly. Um, and, like, there were... It, just, there was a whole bunch of losses and stuff. Uh, so it was like... Uh, uh, I was kind of going around making, just checking in, finding out about that, and then essentially going and just sort of sitting with everybody and just sort of because it's the kind of the first loss that we've really had. As mm. we like, we've kind of we've had a whole run of successes or partial successes, and it's just like 
because uh, he's worked really, really hard. I just wanted to sort of check in and make sure that he was. He took it in the the best way. But it was oh, just so the like, skirmish go badly. Oh, the skirmish went badly. Yeah, we lost a whole bunch of people. But um, yeah, skirmish, it was cool. Skirmishes are deadly. Yeah, they are deadly, and that's just how it goes. Like sometimes you lose, um, right? and it's just also, and it's not necessarily no, no, no. Like you learn, Sparrow, you learn right? more like, from from the losses sometimes. Yeah, it's also like there is. Um, I've heard there was a whole bunch of people um, uh, gate jamming. Yeah. Um, uh, like I heard one that was like they had to have a ritual force go through to mm. make a ritual. Uh, people had tried to snake in, so when they capped them through, literally the ritual force that they were there to protect couldn't go through. Amazing. And it's just like how incompetent. Yeah. Like, it, I think I think there's it's genuinely challenging now, especially with the numbers of players. And you and the thing is, and if people aren't gonna, if you're gonna skip the line, mm. like. Yeah. yeah, this has real world effects for the rest of the game, and it yeah. really sucks. Basically, there's um, also a problem, and I think this is this is always difficult because uh, you're. I really, really want new players to go on the skirmishes, mm-hmm. and often new players they really don't like. They might not have armor or weapons or potions or all these kind of different things, and you can lend them all the stuff, mm-hmm. and you want to give them that experience and that fun, but it's like the skirmishes are very difficult. But the skirmish team is extremely competent. And it's like, so getting that balance right uh, is difficult. But I think it comes down to what needs to be done is, I think this is being done, skirmish captains in those nations organise yeah. the numbers that they're going to bring yeah. and they should stick to those. Yeah. The problem is that the chaos aspect of a whole bunch of people show up, oh, there's a skirmish at this time, so exactly. they'll walk up at the gate mm-hmm. and then they're like, well, we're here, let's try and force our way in. Uh, and just makes the whole thing break down. I think it's difficult, uh, which that's one of the main reasons we tried to have the skirmish captains meeting, just to, just to try and like organize yeah. some of this stuff. But I, this is I don't know how you it's mitigate. All it's I all tough. It's all It's tough skills. I really don't know how you mitigate yeah. that. I think people are doing really good and working their asses off to try and get those numbers and make sure they're yeah. right. Um, unfortunately, I guess that if if people aren't listening to that or doing their own thing, which is still part of the game, absolutely. Um, I don't know. I'm not heavily involved in any of that because I don't really go on any skirmishes anymore. Yeah. But um, I, I've heard a lot of people being quite frustrated about it. So. Yeah, I mean, I think it's it's just the nature of of the beast, really, when you've got that many people who all want to do the thing. I, I, you know, I, it's going to be tough. Uh, but we'll do, we'll do our best. We're trying to improve. Uh, so I hope everyone out there is having fun and getting to go on the skirmishes they want to go on. I'm very sorry if you ever don't yeah. for any reason. We, we are genuinely trying, everyone who's trying to sort of deal with skirmishes and stuff. It's 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 tough. It's really tough. The, um, so I heard rumours um, about what happened in Senate on Saturday night. I don't know whether you heard about this. So this is all very unsolicited. Mm, okay. So one, we went to war with uh, Asavea. This okay. either happened on Friday or Saturday where there were literal trumpets being manifest. You spoke about this earlier. Yeah, 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 and that sounded cool. So we declared war on them because it's a two-way street. You have to yeah. declare war on each other. It's only polite when someone declares war on sure. you to declare war on them. Yeah. Um, there's some sort of civil strife going on inside the marches where there is this character who yes. is um, trying to set up almost like a civil war within the marches. Yes, yeah. And there's a lot of, like, the marches are, I mean, they're not to be fucked with at the best of the yeah. times, but, like, oh, my God, like, very spicy game yeah. going around this. I heard little versions of this story from different people that filled in different blanks along the way. Right. All of what I'm about to say is at least third-hand information, okay? Yeah. So lots of stuff. I heard this lady rocked up with some sort of honor guard. I heard orcs, are like 
other orcs, not Imperial orcs. Right. And maybe Wintermark had been paid off to protect her to go there. Right. She showed up, tried to force her way into the Senate, and the Senate building literally had to have, like, guards either... She was either inside and people were trying to storm the, the Senate and they had to protect the door with shields to try and hold people back oh like gosh. a riot. I also heard that a certain general from the marches jumped over the uh, the, the viewing gallery outside right. and jumped into the Senate <laughs> and was cut down by some... I don't even want to say who was cut down yeah, by yeah, yeah. Do it, but like a... But I know that this general is now dead. Right. So... Who knows what happened? Fucking... Holy Icarumba. Like, I can yeah. hear this yelling and shouting from a distance, right? Did you hear it? No, no, I, I haven't heard, heard anything about I heard this. it from a distance, and it was like something very spicy happened on Amazing. Saturday night in, in Senate, basically. I don't know what happened. I might be completely wrong in everything I just said. All I know is I'm pretty sure the the uh, March of General is dead, who was a very yeah. loved character, yeah. um, a really cool guy, Um that's huge. Yes. What that means for everything else and which parties were involved and why is yeah. another thing where I'm like, oh my God, there's going to be, this is one of those massively huge RP moments that will have repercussions for a long time. There's a whole know? bunch of stuff like that that's been happening and you can often miss out on these massive, I mean, look at the, the orcs last time picketing the uh, thing or not going on the battle. Yeah. yeah like, there's massive events that occur sometimes. Huge events. Like, yeah. Anyway, gambling. Yeah, so um, I'm off at this point, oh, yeah. having a really, really good time. Like I'm, they, they, I've done all the business I need to do at this mm-hmm. stage, right? All my agenda, my I have ticked all the boxes. Mm-hmm. From now on, Talis is in full party mode, mm-hmm. right? So uh, I go around, I go to uh, Varushka. There's Rusty Compasser there. They literally get their um, guitars um, like uh, hallowed. And with like names given to them, like one of them was called like Chop the Wood, and one another one was called Yes 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 or something, <laughs> like or what's that? or Varushka Baby. I can't remember. It was so awesome. I I had had several beverages at this point. Both my... of us, by the way, this goes for both of us. Both of us had ticked all of our boxes and were there just to party our asses yes. off for the entire night. Um, I had had a couple of Chardonnays. Yes. Um, I and... I'd been Star Bar Dog End. I'd been. Varushka, I had like some wonderful mulled wine there, straight from the fire. A brilliant. I had my fortune red while I was drinking that. That was incredible. I, uh, and then I went to, uh, and I can't even remember the order all these things happened in. I went to the blind eye, and while I'm there, I sit down. Benno, de- <laughs> Benno's there. Yeah. Right. Uh, Crimson Reapers are there, and this gentleman has this this dice game. But also, as I go out to get a beverage. They have uh, some smut available for purchase, but I can't afford said smut, right, which is important to hold in in, in mind. Um, but I'm like, oh, okay, if you're a, a smut writer, let me tell you about a thing that you could, might be interested in donating some smut to. Yeah. So I told them the all about library. that. Yeah, yeah, I told them all about that. Uh, and then I engage in this dice game this gentleman has. And it's basically, the game is essentially four dice are rolled, he tells you what score that is, rolls four dice again, tells you what score that is, rolls four dice again, and then you have to tell him what the score is, uh, having worked out what the previous two rolls were. I can't remember if it was two or three rolls. Again, it's I three rolls total and you have to guess on the third, I think. Exactly. I lost the first time, so I lost my five rings. And this is the thing, Talis likes to gamble a bit. 
So I'm like, you know, I'm playing it off like, because obviously people know that Telus likes to gamble as well, so that can be easily be used against me. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm like, okay, I lost that. And then I'm pretty low on cash at this point. I had, to give, you money at the start. Good... I had to give you a stipend of cash to go out with, yeah. didn't I? Well, I, I, yeah, I spent some of that for for other stuff. Mm. But um, so I'm, I'm, I really don't have the money to, 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 to gamble much more. So Benno says to me, I'll let's play a game you and me if uh if you win i'll buy you that copy of of the smut if uh if i win you owe me a favor <laughs> it was like i was like i'm in <laughs> i'm in and bear in mind i have no i'm very very drunk at this point right and uh dice are rolled they say a number dice are rolled they say a number I can't remember any of the dice at any point. Like literally as soon as the dice are picked up, I've forgotten all the dice. I've even forgotten the number that was said because I'm really gone. Dice are rolled and I guess the right number. <laughs> I literally completely guessed the right number. And I was like, I was so unbelievable. The odds on you c- correctly guessing is so low. And Incredible. I, what I love about this is because it's like previous event, Talis won the gambling thing with the spinny wheel thing mm. and got the coconut cup out of it. This time, he got the smut from winning the thing. It was so good. Like, I love, like, the... It's, Luck is not a virtue, Talis. No, but... it's not at all. But it was just, like, it was one of those... It was such a cool moment. Everybody at the table was cheering. I was over the moon. Because I literally couldn't believe I'd guessed the number right. I was so over the moon. It was amazing. That's I think... Awesome. And then I went off to Varushka and had a cracking time with Rusty Compass. Oh, uh, I didn't get to see Rusty Compass. Oh, it was so good. They did a, the full thing. I'm like oh, I'm I'm, I'm pretty chummy with uh, Rusty Compass OC. Yeah. Uh, so usually I hang out with them on the Thursday yeah. along with May and a few other people. Yeah. Um, and I really like them, but I never get to see them in the field. Yeah, it's yeah, not... yeah. I'd love to have enough money to pay for them to come over to our camp or something. I have to. Yeah, hey, I can I can probably have a conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It'd be amazing. Um, but the uh, yeah, like um, we walked around. Oh, I went to I went to Wise Guys that mm. evening as well. And we sat next to Brad, who's in Navarre uh, mm-hmm. now, um, and. I recognised the lady he was talking to as um, she's a proxy for another ambassador, and so I just basically like touched base with her and was having a bit of a conversation about mm-hmm. it. And um, she was running for election on the Saturday, so this must have been the Friday actually. But um, really nice. Those little interactions is what makes me happy. Um, so like, really nice having that conversation. Really nice touching base. But yeah, anyway, we carry on touring around a little bit more. We go to Embercast. Yes. Yeah. And um, um, they were hanging out, and I'm basically just come by just to hang out. I, I went. I was there to speak to um, the uh, Cardinal of Vigilance. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking about getting um, uh, dedicated to Vigilance yeah. because it's my whole thing. I like the idea yeah, of yeah. having um, the Cardinal do it because yeah. me and him are very good. Yeah, like yeah. We have a good working relationship. Um, he didn't have enough uh, Liao to do it, uh, but it was nice. But while we're there, a um, couple of songs. And, Amazing. I mean, you know when people are just like, listen, pal, like, cut the fucking... You, you're talented enough. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, choose your fucking name, buddy. You're making the rest of us look bad. But, um, Sophie and James both sung songs. They're so talented. It was magical yeah. around that campfire I really like Embercast Embercast is amazing I love everything they stand for all the game they've brought just the personalities inclusive they've, 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 yeah. talented yeah. Uh, motivated yeah. really get great. stuff done yeah. all the t- tick all the boxes um, then went to Senate Nightclub well me and Bung were walking past and it was really loud coming from there and yeah. I was just like what the fuck is that? and they were like oh it's Senate Motions I was like that is not Senate Motions right that is that is anarchy going on mm. in there um, so then um 
we went in there and it was just heaving. You yeah. had the the bastards uh, yeah. on the stage type yeah. thing, yeah. just rocking it. Uh, Will Barrow was in there. There's another guy selling cocktails. Uh, I know all these people, so yeah. I was going around having saying hello, doing some shots, having a good time. And at the back of the room in the in the gallery, I saw you were there with yeah. a whole bunch of um, uh, the Crimson Reapers yeah. and Benno. Yeah, uh, went around there. Had a bit of a chin wag with all you guys. Yeah. Fucking amazing, it was right? Great. The, the thing is, that was but the beginning of my night. Well, I I had had a couple of Chardonnays, like I said. Yeah. So I ended up uh, taking Ellie's um, little stick with a, a skull on the end. I jumped the barrier, jumped under the thing, yeah. started a little conga line. <laughs> amazing. Uh, just... Yeah, awesome. you were having a cracking time. I was having I, a yeah, great yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely partying so hard. Yeah. Um, I have vague memories from this point on of doing strange random things like me and uh, Agni, like running away from the rest of the Reapers. To, giggling like little like, school Literally girls. giggling like little schoolgirls. We ran off to the boar's head. Then I met up with um, Bramble and some other friends from the Waystone Path and we went off to dawn and like literally like the last dregs of of like people we could find there because it's super late at this point we were like partying there so i stumbled through brass brass coast some more partying there crashed back in at the tent at god knows what hour mate i was really late i was yeah. at least half two three o'clock i stopped into bar, black yeah. scar for some drinks yeah. like we were like on one you were later than i was i didn't even remember you coming in yeah. right i was really um, late in. oh quickly we'll yeah. end this real quick but then we'll go we'll have a two episodes we'll break the second one into sunday okay. i think to be very but quick real quickly i want to tell you about my dream i had on friday night oh that's hilarious um so i drank quite a lot on friday and i was just like I fell asleep and I was having a dream and it was like a 90s movie yeah. a trailer yeah. and it was like there was this there was in this like uh, supermarket and this one guy put down a porta potty yeah. and his little nerdy guy goes man it's real good being an alpha peeing is alpha and he gets yeah. it and he starts peeing in this thing and then this big guy comes up next to me and goes like yeah peeing is alpha and he starts peeing in the porta potty yeah. and then I suddenly realise I'm having a dream about peeing yeah. and I'm like oh my god no and I kind of try and force myself to wake up and I am bussing for the loo and I'm like oh my god how close was I to peeing my little panties and get I like I've never happened to me before but that is I think the closest I've ever come can you imagine I remember you springing out of bed and Mate, running out of the tent I had to go right yeah. there and then yeah, and it yeah, was yeah. like Jesus so on that little bombshell we'll, yeah. we'll leave Saturday and we'll come back for, for Sunday, Sunday yeah. which is epic yeah thank you thank you bye, bye.